McTavish. Thurston gets the ball to Morgan. Morgan crosses the 20. Comes away to O'Neill. Gets the ball. Guys, is hot take without the hot take here, and surprise, uh, we're doing this two times a week now. Junior, senior, two yeah, reviews. I'm here with senior. Hello, everybody. How and why not? Why yeah, not? two not? times a week since the support's been really good, we decided to amp up production, and we're here again. Why not? So let's get straight into it. And oh, he wants to play his sound effect. That uh, is a special horn party time because football lions. Get first win of the season. Yeah, it took finally. Tw- it took thirteen weeks, but you know. Yeah, and um, better late than never. Tell, I'm telling you what, if I'm telling you what with these Vikings, man, <laughs> with these damn Vikings, they have so much talent, uh, but they ca- they keep on. getting in their own way. They just and it, you have to agree with me now. It's time for them to get rid of Zimmer. Oh uh, well. Are you telling me he wasn't the main reason why they lost that game? <laughs> What was that play calling? What what was the deep what the hell happened with the defense in the final on the on the final drive? I have no idea, and that's probably where we, we should start with because the Vikings had a lead. They were up up by up by four, I think, with, yep. with that much time. And then Zimmer so just, the Vikings so the Lions had to And then the Zimmer field. once again goes back to his pension of playing not to lose. Oh boy. I, I and then think that if Minnesota had won, they would have at least fallen even. Yeah, that doesn't even happen now. So they're five and seven. So now they're back in the muck. Well, they're still in the hunt, but it's hard. Well, to they say can't. In the they hunt. can't control their own destiny no, of now. Of course they not. They need help. So they need help. So now is it time to get rid of Zimmer? I'm oh, going to tell you right now. Oh, yes, you, it is. You love Mike. Are you so are you telling me that that play calling? Was oh, anyway, I, mean, I have no was, idea how Detroit marched down the field. Are you telling me that defensive scheming and play calling was anywhere near modern NFL standards nah, and what you not. need to actually win games? No, he probably needs not. to go. All right, next. Um, let's look at the next thing. What were we looking at there? You the Raiders. Me. The Raiders and the Washington football team. Yep. It went to the wire. Again. Again with the Washington football team, but they pulled out. They pulled out a win. Somehow. In Vegas. Yeah. Uh, not somehow. I'll tell you something. This is the team that, that the Dallas Cowboys should worry about as well. Because somehow, some way, they're still in it. They're 6-6, so- six and six, and they're in it. They're right where they need to be. They're yeah. two games behind the Cowboys. And, you know, they're in that last spot fighting for that they're last spot. They're still in that 7th seed. Yeah, they're in that 7th seed. And, I, you know, honestly, the defense showed up today. Yeah, that defense was all over the place against Vegas, and Carr didn't have a great game. Well, Carr, Carr, Carr's O line is still young and developing. So what's he supposed to do? And the defense for the Raiders? What defense? To oh, there speak was no of? defense. What no. what defense to speak but, but, of? You know, I, I think it's less about, well, more about the the, the Washington football team just doing it. I mean, Kurt, uh, you know, Taylor Heineke's become some kind of folk hero. And you know they they gather behind him, 
and he's somehow made it work. They got a couple of big plays on the track, and then they're able to just hang on. He's a good starting quarterback. That, well, he's a good starting he's a career and, backup, but you well, know. he's an he's a he's shown in the past two seasons or season and a half. That he's a good NFL quarterback. He can at least be a starter. Right. And that's why he got the two-year t- the contract. This well, look, I, think, I think it shows you that... Uh, he's not going to be a star in this league. He's 27. He's hit, his, he's hit his peak. But he's definitely a short-term option for Washington. Yeah, look, I, I, I agree. I believe that this is, this is what, who they have. And like I said, they are where they need to be. And I'm looking at the schedule now. Just to see what the next week looks like, they're playing the Cowboys next week. Yeah. So there is your litmus test right there, followed yeah. by the Eagles and the Cowboys again. So well, the, the next Ca- three well, weeks. Well, Dallas needs to win that game because that'll put them three games ahead right. while knocking down. Right. But Washington has a, a chance rival. to surprise because if they were to go, I and feel like perhaps that, take one yeah, that's, away from the Cowboys. That's definitely that whole they hold tiebreaker. So. That's definitely a trap game for the Cowboys, so they need to be careful. Okay, moving on. Uh, moving on, we got the Hawks versus the Niners. If it was just that, I I'm not sold that oh, they won. Of not. They won, but of not. I'm not sold. Of course not. No, I'm no, not no. Sold. The season's over. We put dirt on the Seahawks. We put dirt on them last week. I, so the dirt's I on. Don't, it's I don't still give, there. I don't They're give, just going out to spoil things. I don't give Seattle credit for this win. I'm saying that the 49ers lost this game. Seattle didn't yeah. win this game. They lost the game. They definitely lost the game more than Seattle. You know, Seattle did the right things toward the end of the game to get there. But, you know. 49ers, man, they're just such a weird team to me. Because, like, they are, they have they have talent. Of course But they, they can't. Something's off. Hmm. I don't know what it is. And Kyle Shanahan's name has been thrown around in the, in the the on the hot seat. I haven't really... Talked about Kyle Shanahan being that mm. coach to fire because I haven't seen it yet. But mm. like this game is kind of sus. This game, the past couple of weeks have been kind of sus. Like they, the 49ers have not been like their usual selves. No, well, I look. I think there's a couple of things uh, that don't really necessarily believe. I mean, they lost this one, so that puts them level at six and six. I think they're still in the hunt, considering the fact that they still lost. Yeah. Um. You know, if anything. Seattle can just be spoilers now. They can go out of their way and really make things difficult for another team. And yeah. that's really what it's about now. It's about finishing off season with some kind of pride and maybe well, spoiling people. Well, for this is else. an end. This this season is the definitive end of of the Carroll Russ era. Right. So the they, next, they got to blow it up this offseason. Well, for the Niners, the next three games, they could win two of those. They have the Bengals next week, and we'll talk about the Bengals in a minute because yep. they're useless. Then they have the Falcons and the Titans. So the next three games, you know, theoretically speaking, they could win two of those three. Yep. I'm not saying they have a chance against the Titans, but they have a chance against two other teams. Yep. All right, move on. All right. Bengals Chargers. Bengals Chargers. Do okay, we... so <laughs> Okay, so remember last week we... when they whooped all over the Steelers 41 10? Yep. Well, there you go. That's yep. the Bengals and there's Jekyll. And there's Hyde. This yep. week, Hyde showed up. Like, and they're at one point trailing 24 nil against yep. against the Chargers. Yeah. Who? Yeah. Another team. Another team. Both these teams teetering on 
Uh, I, I don't know with either of these teams. I mean, both teams have such talent. I think that the Bengals have more upside going into the future. If you look at their offense, it's become a lot better. I was skeptical about the fact that they chose Jamar Chase over Panay Sewell, but it seems to have worked so far. Their, their offensive line is starting to progress. Didn't it's, look that way yesterday. Yeah, but, did, it, but it did not look that way. So it, no. still, it still needs work, but it hasn't been like... Joe Burrow is going to die again, like like he no, did last but, season. Yeah. But it, he's well. De- turnovers really marked this game. Yeah, there was a lot of turnovers on either side. So just when there was momentum shifting for towards the Bengals' way, then a turnover changed the complexity. Yeah. So you know they did it. They marked. They launched a comeback because they were trailing by a lot. Yeah. But this is the Bengals, typical Bengals game. Again. And then the Chargers are... And they could have put themselves at least level with yeah. Baltimore. Well, and same with the Chargers. I don't know what they are. Like, they have... Like, like the Bengals, they have talent. But I'm not sure if they could... If they have talent and they have potential. But are they ready yet? I know. They're not ready yet. And the past couple weeks have shown it. No. I mean, they've gone from a really competitive record... I think at one point they were, I think, 6-3 and three at one point. Mm-hmm. They've dropped three of their last three. Yeah. So it's – and they're back up. So I'm just – I'm not seeing it right now no. with the Chargers. They have potential. Like, Brendan Staley's shown he can be a head coach in this league. Yeah. And he's a good – he can be a – he can develop into a good head coach in this league. Yeah. Justin Herbert can develop into a superstar quarterback if he mm-hmm. wants to. Yeah. It's just everything else. Okay. So – I agree with some of the things you're saying. I think it's also the fact that, really, this is just a, a typical NFL season. This is an atypical NFL season where you can't determine because like, it all is, comes down to this who, is just who's like, going to do what. This is just like, you know what? Screw your narratives. Yeah. All right. Next, Chiefs and Broncos. Yep. Right. So, uh, Chiefs looked finally like their Super Bowl selves again. Yeah. yeah, they they whooped up on the Broncos. They whooped up on the Broncos. I, I don't. I look. The Broncos got exposed. They got exposed. Well, the Broncos they haven't done anything that really didn't surprise anything. I don't. I don't think they did anything that the Broncos had inability. They were running the ball well because Casey couldn't stop them running. It was the throwing that was the problem. It wasn't the running. The throwing. The whole. I'm looking at the stats here. They weren't that great. Like. Uh, you know, Patrick Mahomes, he threw for 184. He didn't throw a single touchdown. Uh, you know, you're looking at passing. I'm looking at passing for the Chiefs. It, it wasn't that great. Teddy Bridgewater. But they were playing the Broncos. They, was, I know. Teddy Bridgewater threw for 257, but threw two picks. Yeah. It was uh, basically you know. it was basically a, an instant W for the Well, this the was Chiefs a Western. Because... This was a Western fight that the Chiefs had to win in order to hold that edge that lead, over them. Yeah. So... Both teams fighting in the West. Um, does that does that elevate the Chiefs? I just think the road for them is so much harder this time. Yeah, I don't. I don't see that. I I honestly like the Chiefs. They played the Broncos. That's an instant W. I don't see them really ascending. They looked okay this game, um, but they need. They still need work because it's gonna have to be on the road. Yeah, they're not gonna have home field. This is what got them to Super Bowls. Arrowhead Stadium is the hardest place to play. Yeah, that's that's the that's the best home field advantage for that team, mm-hmm. and it's not gonna be they're not gonna have home field. If they that's it, they, they might have enough to get one playoff game, maybe. Yeah, but that's it. They're not gonna have home field throughout the playoffs. They're gonna have to go on the road. Yeah, and go somewhere and win. I don't know. Yeah. All right, next. All right, moving on. We have got 
the Steelers versus Ooh. the Ravens. This, uh, what? Well, uh, more Ra- about the Steelers win or the Ravens loss? Ravens loss. I don't. What the Steelers? The Steelers are just like so. They're so old. So old. I said it last last episode. Ben looks done for, and there's talks that there's been rumors that Ben has told executives this might just be his last year. Mm-hmm. Which, if it is, makes him Rudolph's so- licking his chops. Oh boy, they're probably gonna pick. Or Dwayne pro- Haskins, where's he? Is he, he on street club? I don't know. He'll probably they'll probably pick uh pick it in the first round. Uh, they're yeah, the, but their the record's not gonna be good enough. I don't know. What's, no, it, well, what's the draft looking like? Who knows? Well, the the quarterback from Pitt, uh, uh-huh. Kenny Pickett or whatever uh-huh. his name is, he's decent. But it, but um, I think this says more about the Ravens' loss because, like, you don't. Uh, I've said it before. I'll say it again. You don't know what the hell you're gonna get with the Ra- the Raver- Ravens every every week. Here's they my are, question. They are the surprise box of the Here's league. Here's a question: Should they have gone for the two or kicked the extra point and go to overtime? Because uh, I think that play, I don't could know. Could have gone either way. I think I thought Edwards dropped the pass. I mean, they should have caught it. I don't know. I just. I just think going for two is is risky, especially against an, an okay defense in the Steelers. I I just feel like they could have gone for they could have gone to OT. Would they have won it in OT? Probably not. So oh, I think well. it was maybe wiser for them to go for the two and try to win it there because they weren't going to win it in OT in my opinion. Yeah, but I, I suppose this is the thing that I draw from the game is that. Lamar Jackson did not have a lot of time to do anything with the with the with the, with the ball. Oh no, he really was. No, no, he no. He was absolutely. He was sacked several times. I think he threw four picks, didn't he? Yeah. Well, let's see. Let's see the stats for Lamar, shall we? Oh uh, no, he threw one pick. Yeah, he was not. But he wasn't sharp. But he was. He was. He was running around like a like a headless chicken. No, he wasn't sharp. Yeah, at all. It he was, was very. It was very not sharp. So I think if we look, if we do crystal ball. And look at the Ravens' next schedule. Let's just take a sneak peek, shall we? Okay. So they have the Browns next. Yep. That's winnable. Next it week. is, considering how the many The week after the Packers, have. that's a tough one. Yeah. And then the Bengals the week after that. So they so can they have, they win can, two they can out get, of three. They can get two out of three. But once again, they, you don't know what the, what you're going to get with this team. If the Bengals are Jekyll and Hyde, yeah. if you're going to say the Bengals are Jekyll and Hyde, the Ravens are the epitome of Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah, okay. Uh, overstatement or understatement? Switching gears. Anthony Edwards is an exciting player for the... That's a that's an understatement. He, <laughs> can, he can be a potential superstar. Yeah. With uh, how much... Like, the numbers he was putting up last year and got the Rookie of the Year, yeah. he was incredible last year. I, He's I putting agree. up even better numbers this year. Yeah, I, I agree with the fact that that's an understatement. I watched some highlights when when um, the T-Wolves were in Brooklyn to play the Nets, yeah. and he was he was, ex- he was excellent. So I would even go so far to say... That he is your face of the franchise if you want to build around something. I, I think they're gonna and they're building around. You can move Cat away from here. No, I don't think they're gonna. Tra- I think you can move Cat away. I don't think you should trade Cat because right now the, where the Timberwolves sit, they're currently in the play-in. They they've looked better in recent weeks and looked like the potential that I saw out of them in the first couple of games and the roster. The young roster that they have, D'Angelo is finally staying healthy and putting up decent numbers. Cat is finally staying healthy and putting up All Star numbers that we know he can put up. And this this team seems to have harmony. 
They seem to be playing like fun basketball. So if they can if they can keep up this pace, they can make the play-in and maybe target some free agents. I know Minnesota isn't a big market, but if you're going to play with they have cap space. Anthony Edwards is still in his controllable years. So you can still target maybe a couple of guys to help you to help you off the bench. Yeah. I I'm not I'm not sold on that whole those whole players staying together. I don't and I think it's because it's the market and it's Minnesota and no one's really interested. You know, I mean well, I, I, just, I don't I don't Well the time yeah. to trade Cat was two years ago. Yeah. Well the time to trade Cat was maybe a year ago. So right. and they didn't. So right. and that was when they were horrible and had had the lowest attendance in the league. Mm-hmm. That was before COVID. So I just feel like they need to stay where they are right now because right now they're they're having unironically the best season they've had since 2018. Yeah. All right. Next. Next up, we have got the Lakers are no longer a prime draw. That's an understatement. The Lakers the. The, the Lakers are nowhere near a prime draw. No. And draw. I think because nowhere of the fact near. that ESPN made a decision. So the other day, we had the rematch between the Warriors and the Suns. And, and you had the Lakers playing the Clippers at the same time. And ESPN made a decision to go with the higher draw. And yeah. obviously, the higher draw is watching the two top teams in the West rather yeah. than watching the Lakers. Good. The, like, are you really going to base your your um broadcasting decisions on just name brand, mm. name brand players, the Lakers are injured to hell and back right now, mm. and they're even when they're healthy, they're playing like crap. Yeah, are you really gonna play two struggling teams right now? The Clippers are struggling as well. Let's get something clear: the shirt, the Clippers are struggling as well, but but at least they have some like actual ta- talent who are young and exciting. Yeah, the, I, the I, Lakers I, are yeah. slow. They're just like. Boring to watch. Yeah, it was all about. I agree. It's all about ratings, and so you get the West Coast ratings, and you might as well have a bigger draw with two of the top teams, as I said before, in the Western Conference. Why choose the Lakers right now, who aren't playing that well, and the Sun Clippers aren't playing that well either? You're playing a couple of mediocre teams fighting it out for exactly what? I'd rather watch the Suns versus versus Golden State right now. The Sun, the Golden State ended their winning streak while the Suns beat them without. Cu- Without Booker. Yeah. Is that a trend? I, I think that's kind of a trend. I mean, based on the, how the Lakers season's going, which is very 500, I don't think that's going to change much. I don't think that no. that'll evolve. To, unless they go on a big streak that's going to be really something profound, I don't see it changing. No, right. it's not going to change. No. All right, next. Uh, Brian Kelly's Southern, Southern Draw. <laughs> so... College football, we don't talk about college football very much. Yeah, we don't. It's something that is, I don't know, it's one of those things that to me is very confusing. Mm. I, get, I get confused about the playoffs. I get confused about, a lot of it has to do with the coaches and yeah. less about the players because nobody knows the players. Yeah. So to give some background to this, Brian Kelly was coach of Notre Dame for over 10 seasons. Very popular coach, very successful coach there. And LSU, Ed Orgeron moved on. So, they decided to offer the job to Brian Kelly, who's primarily an East Coast sort of, you know, East Coast guy. He's from Boston. And we went from, and he had, a, I guess, a press conference meeting the fans. And some fans took to the fact that suddenly he 
obtained a southern accent because he's gone to LSU now, and I think people saw that as him having it on, so to speak. <laughs> so he sort of decided to to have a southern accent now as he's talking to his fans. Or is that maybe him just being stuck in st- stuck in the South for a, a little bit of time? Yeah, I, look, maybe whether he's courting it or not, it, it's one thing or the other. But this is college football. Yeah. The coaches are the ones who make the big bucks. Yeah. Saban, Harbaugh, these are the guys who make the big money. Well, because the players aren't what aren't able to earn money up of until up, up until recently. Of course not. And and like I said, the profile is the coaches. And I dare to say that because college football in a lot of these places is the pros. Yeah. You know, I mean, like if you look at somewhere like Mississippi, that's all they have. Ole Miss that's and they got. Mississippi State is the game. That's it. That's like their their tailgates there. Yeah. So it was interesting just to sort of I just heard snippets of his, his southern accent and thought, well, is he just pandering to his new base or you know who knows? No. But good luck to you. All right. Uh, Suns Warriors two. Woo! This is a Western final if I've ever seen it. I mean, you. Can... I told you that the Warriors were going to win this one, and they did. One eighteen to ninety six. Yeah. Tells me that that was a this is that was a no doubt win. Yeah, like Phoenix barely got past them at home, but they got obliterated in in, yeah, in San Francisco. Yeah, but then uh, the Warriors just recently, I think today, lost to the Spurs. Yeah, and well, Dejan- it, well, I mean, again, you're, it's a long season. Yeah. I, I think you know, I think it's hard for teams to get up every single game, and yeah. the Spurs are horrible. So really, if the Spurs get a win, more power to you. Yeah, and I don't think it's going to change the fact that Greg Popovich is going to be cranky no matter what happens. Yeah, so. You know, that is a Western Conference preview, I yeah. believe. Yeah, of course. And that's, so... I mean, you can watch it right now. That's going to be the Western Conference Finals. Right. Right there. And, that matchup. And in that game, Steph Curry was on, but other guys got on. Toscano Anderson. You had Poole. Gary yeah. Payton III. Other guys are playing. So, this is this wasn't the game to watch. It was the highest rated game that ESPN televised. Yeah. So, they went, eh, let's put this aside. Lakers can sit over here. We want to look at these guys. Yeah, of course. So, it just imagine, and I said it before, when Clay Thompson's healthy and back in the lineup, danger. This is even. This is going to be an even better team. Yeah, better Golden State team. Yeah, because it takes all the pressure off Curry. Because in pre in previous seasons, when both of them were healthy, yeah. you didn't just have to worry about Curry. No, you had to worry about both of them. You had yeah, to yeah. worry about Clay as well, who could exactly. hit everything on but you. But let's not forget the fact that. We're missing out on Andrew Wiggins, who doesn't have to be the main attraction. Yeah. In Minnesota, he, you know, between him and Cat, and when Jimmy Butler was there, you were focusing on. Well, I feel like Wiggins, to me, in when he was in Minnesota, he had this amazing hype around him coming into the draft. He He was, he was. Given the nickname Maple Jordan, right? Like he had the most. He had the. He was supposed. Yeah. He was originally supposed to be sitting. He had, Cleveland. Yeah, yes. he, he he had the most hype of any prospect coming out of the draft since LeBron. Mm-hmm. And he was drafted by Cleveland, but then traded for Kevin Love. Right. So, so and it was to a terrible Timberwolves team. A horrible Timberwolves team. And he, in my opinion, Wiggins, as a first overall pick, you could do a lot worse. Yeah. But you could do a lot better. I mean, he's a good scorer, but and he's a good starting player. Which I guess is okay. I mean, if you're getting guys picked like Michael Olawood Candy with the first overall pick, yeah. then I'd take I'd take a Wiggins over Olawood Candy any day. Oh come on, can't even compare it to. All right, moving on. Okay, 
What's the next? What's the next? Uh, Giannis's GQ interview. Hmm. Now I'm gonna be honest. I haven't seen this interview. I have not read this interview. So I read some of it, and what it basically talked about was the interview. It was a, it was a, it was a few weeks back in the GQ, yep. and what it talked about was he's saying the next challenge. Kind of hinted the next challenge for him may not be in Milwaukee. May and, and I think that rubbed people the wrong way. Well, he, well, you, you got to remember, he did re, he re-signed five year, five years supermax. So he's he's only tw- he's twenty six, going on twenty seven. Mm-hmm. He'll stick around for for a couple. He'll stick around for four more years, yeah. in my opinion. He might get traded in the last year, but like no matter what happens, he's done what he's needed to do. Right, and so just to quote what was written in this article, he says, "quote One challenge was to bring a championship here, and we did it." It was very hard, but we did it. Very, very hard. <clears throat> I just love challenges. What's the next challenge? The next challenge might not be here. I have a feeling that was that was taken <coughs> out of I, like with magazines and like media. Um, things tend to get taken out of context, mm-hmm. so I think maybe that was misquoted or taken out of context. But, look, he says here, me and my family chose to stay in this city, and we all love. We, that we all love and has taken care of us for now. In two years, that might change. I'm being totally honest with you. I'm always honest. I love this city. I love this community. I want to help as much as possible. So what I'm taking from that is, and if you kind of think about it, I don't know if it's parallels. It could be. It might not be. Sort of a preemptive LeBron. Mm-hmm. You know, because LeBron had a decision. And it was all a buildup. Where's he yeah, going? Yeah, that was well. Well, LeBron's situation was a lot different. The organization right. of Cleveland did won. not help him. I know he hadn't won. It's not the same. I get it, but I think it's sort of putting out a cautionary thing, saying, "While I'm here, let's win." Yeah, let's win now. Mm-hmm. While I'm here, and yeah. we know that the, the the Bucks have started off very slow, but they're starting to rebound. Slowly. They're starting they're to good. get it. They have they have they st- losses with Brook Lopez out with his yeah. back. But Bobby so, Portis is still putting up great numbers. Today he put up 19 and 16. Okay, so again, I think that's sort of him saying, Yep, let's do it. Let's do it now because it's like milk. It'll well, expire. But I don't think, I don't think, it, it's the him and LeBron, I think the parallels don't start and end with the free agency moves. Because with LeBron's situation, he was on a Cleveland team that did not do enough to help him. Yeah. Nowhere near enough to help yeah, him. Of course they failed to, to support him yeah. for years on end. He was right. the only guy. Yeah, yeah. He got them to 2007. He got finals, them to the 2007 with finals. What? With what? But they got washed well, course, in the finals. Yeah. He, he, he said himself, the only way we try to win this series is if I have to play better. That's what yeah. he said. Yeah. Then he did the, the way that happened in 2010 was very, was very controversial. But they didn't do anything to help him. Milwaukee said, okay, yeah. you want to win now? Yeah. We'll trade pretty much our entire yeah. future yeah. to win now. Yes. Yeah. And that's what they did. Right. They so, won a championship. But I think that I think that people have taken that article thinking, you know, is he leaving now? It's not no. leaving now, but you know, Maybe. when when the next contract expires Possibly. It might be something he does. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, Manchester United's new coach. Uh, they Ralph, get a new coach. Yeah, Ra- Ralph Ragnick. Um, um, you might know not know the name. You definitely won't, but I I do. Um, he was an amazing coach in the Bundesliga. 
Uh, he turned uh, RB Leipzig into a competitive powerhouse team in uh-huh. that Bundesliga, even though they, even though Bayern pretty much owns that league. Uh-huh. Um, and he transformed Schalke into a good team before they fell apart. So I really like this hire. Jurgen Klopp, who is the manager for Liverpool, great manager, has won the Champions League, won the, won the Premier League. He he said now United's going to be a dangerous team because uh-huh. Ragnick has experience. So. If a if that one hire changes things for United and they did get their win against uh, against Crystal Palace, mm-hmm. um, just I think last night, mm-hmm. last night at least here, yeah, and so it looks good so far. They look they look to be a lot more organized in the midfield. I watched a couple. I watched the game. Mm-hmm. They look to be a lot more or- organized in the midfield if they can utilize uh, Ronaldo more as to where he's put. Where he's um, creating more chances deeper in the in the final third, yeah. then they could be a more dangerous team. Okay. The defense also needs to be sorted out. Okay, so he's interim. Yeah, no, he's not. He's not interim. Nope, this is a new contract. Okay. So a they new had contract. they had Michael Carrick as their interim okay. for so a little bit. He's a, he's a new contract for how many years? I think it's around four right now. Right. Sixty three years old. Yep. Okay, because you know four years. Is he the answer for Man United getting moving on and changing things and turning it around now? I have to. Late, I, ha- I have. Or to, is it too late? I have. I have to wait and see because as a United fan, we we've we've tended to be disappointed with big manager hires. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had Louis Van Gaal, who was a pretty good manager before he came to United, and his style of play did not work yeah, with yeah, United. Yeah. We had Jose Mourinho. That Jose Mourinho, work. big name. Yeah. Won, won pretty much almost everything with, with except the Champions League with Chelsea, and More. the team did not work at all. And so we've we've been skeptical of big-name big hires. But this one is a more substance higher. Okay. So I have to wait and see, but I have a feeling it's going to it'll bring substantial results um short term. I just have to see I have to wait and see for the long term. Okay. All right. All right, that's going to be our bonus show for this week. That's um, it. Uh it's a little less um less shorter than what we do usually on Fridays, but um that <laughs> you're getting two shows a week. You're getting two shows a week. So that's gonna be our show for so this. Don't for forget Monday. the TikTok. Yep. Yeah. If you're if you're coming from TikTok, welcome. We do this every Monday and Friday, Australian Eastern Standard Time. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna put this as a soundbite as well and yep. talk about what if. So we want your feedback on what if moments in sports. Yep. So what if things change for one fortunes of one franchise yep. for another. So keep stay tuned for that. All right. We'll see you guys on Friday. Thanks.